This is episode number 209 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade Hello. and Nicole Rambo. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. I can't believe it's already been nine weeks since our since our 200th episode. I feel like it was just yesterday. Wow. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, welcome all. It nine is weeks. February. Uh, there's a lot going on this month. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, we got some, uh, you, you, you two have some nice, uh, subjects to talk about. Uh, why don't we start with, uh, Sarah? Okay. What, what do you have? You're going to talk about, uh, the Olympics, hey, which have just Olympics. started. They made kind of a big deal that it's like the Olympics and the Super Bowl all happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, what? Is it is the Olympics off by a year like how the summer was or no this is when it's no, meant this to happen. Is, yeah it's no, supposed, supposed to happen. happen. Oh okay. Yeah they just know. Winter Olympics is not my thing so I'm, just, I'm excited to hear about this. Oh well this isn't this isn't particular this is just about the Olympics in general. Oh okay. But Winter Olympics though? Or Olympics. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I truly forget about the Winter Olympics. I like the Winter Olympics cuz yeah. um you have luge. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Which is Frightening to me. Yeah. yeah. The bobsled. Well, it's, the bobsled and luge is kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Bobsled well, luge is more. That's like the just singular. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And bobsled, bobsled is, is cool running. Two and more. Exactly. Oh and they God. made what the Jamaican we... bobsled team is in the. Yeah. This, yeah. This oh. yeah. Oh, but the luge, though, you're just pretty much on this little piece of oh. metal. Right? It's frightening. Right? Hey, are yes. you head first? Oh, no, you're no, not. No, no. Isn't yes. there something where you're head first? <laughs> yes, in, the, in the evil Olympics, which <laughs> happened on the odd years. <laughs> oh, God. But um, I think the last, was it the last one or the one before? Someone, I think, died <laughs> in the doing the luge t- pre-runs yeah. or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he yeah. just flew right off the yeah, track. Off the track. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it's terrible. That's like, yeah. like Remember a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a roller coaster, people get like flung off. Oh yeah, oh, no, no. Or do you remember? I don't know if this was last year, the year before. It was like the trials, mm-hmm. and 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 for the trials, they had. I guess they had people uh, were like right up against the side. Uh-huh. And remember, someone dropped some a sign into <gasps> the thing, and she hit it, and that like threw her off. Remember oh, that? No, it was crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's what is like. And I don't mean fast. Mean this in a like a mm-hmm. negative way. I'm asking. What what are you doing? You're cl- I feel like they're clenching their butt cheeks, <laughs> like, and that's how the, they steer. What is yeah. that? Uh, the, not, clearly, it's athleticism. But like, yes. what what what's happening? I, it's something to do with the tilting and You're the tilting steering. And the steering, yeah. Okay. You're yeah. using your bodies. Okay. You know, have you ever like strained to like do something? Clenching. Every day, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, like waking <laughs> up in the morning, waking <laughs> yeah. up in the morning. Yeah, but you know that strain, like where you feel like your muscles on one side straining, so you can yeah. like that's the whole thing the, from the top to the bottom. Okay, because that's how they. It's for speed, right? It's like the yes. fastest speed, and okay. yeah, and it's knowing how to you know take the a turns and how and, high you, know. you go. Yeah. Oof. I know. And then you have the, uh, like, snowboarding. Okay. Right? And then you have, of course, everyone's favorite is figure skating. I feel like figure skating is winter's summer gymnastics. Exactly. Yes, yes. And then you have the curling. Okay, that's a fun one. That's like, I feel like that was uh, not so popular, but now I feel like everyone loves curling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because it's, like, fun. Because they're they're athletes, but they look attainable. Well, you know, <laughs> I had this silly idea. I'm like, I'm going to go to the Olympics, right? And I'm like, what sport can I do mm-hmm. to get into the Olympics? And I'm like, I can do curling. Yeah. And then I went to a curling thing. There's an actual league, a curling mm-hmm. league in yeah. Nassau. 
it's expensive. Oh, then, yeah. 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 And it was made quite clear that they just curl for fun and beer. Right. Like, it's like a beer league ish. Yeah, sure. So I was like, well, that's not going to get me to the Olympics. <laughs> I'm trying to go to Beijing. Is it yeah. in Beijing? It's in China. Yeah. 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 I feel like, though, curling looks easy. Like it looks fun and easy, but I, I have a feeling it's not. That whole, like, with the broom. Yeah. I feel like you're, like, really no, exerting I think, yourself. Sure, it's still, but overall, compared overall. to the other ones, you're like, I can obtain this. Yeah, when they... <laughs> yeah, no, I do yeah. think so. This isn't like... Yeah, like, when they win, they, like, put him your arms up and his shirt comes up a little bit and <laughs> the beer belly comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the slaloms. Yeah. Oh, I don't skiing. like the, like, the high ski jump thing. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, like, head first because they're yeah. tilted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the slaloms is when they have to go around the... Uh, the flags, like yeah, mm-hmm. but there's one in the bumps, like I don't know. Oh, the bumps, that's right? terrible. You see, they're like their knees come up to their yeah. chest and back down again. And then if they mess up on the slums, it's like a, just a tumble. Yeah, like, yeah. like there's no oh like very few come back from. A... Yeah, it's definitely Ooh. not a. Uh... So yeah, yeah, so anyway, so it's, it's good stuff. Okay, good stuff. so it's happening now, and I know everyone <laughs> says it's on it's Peacock. Happening. Peacock, yeah, it's channel NBC. Yeah. Okay, so do you know when the first Olympic Games took place? It's real. This is not made up. I'm going to think it was a BC, right? It is a BC. 600. Ooh, that's a good number. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say 850. Okay, I think you're kind of both in the middle. 776. Oh, we're both in the middle. Yeah. We'd have, uh, on the Price is Right, uh, we'd have to have a price (laughs) off or something like that. Um, So the original Olympics, and this seems like, you know, so fake, but... Began as part of an ancient Greek festival which celebrated Zeus, the Greek god of sky and weather. Yeah. Uh, the whole competition lasted for up to six months. Wow. And included games like wrestling, boxing, long jump, javelin, discus, and chariot yeah. racing. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, is that what Olympic, uh, like Olympus? Right? Yeah, Mount isn't Olympus. Isn't that where it yeah. comes from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? Cool. And when you think of it, you just think, oh, that's like a Rick Rorden book, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, so in 393 AD, the, it was canceled and didn't start up again for over 1,500 years. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, Roman ruler banned it, and then it, they brought it back uh-huh. in uh, 1896. Man, mm-hmm. can you imagine waiting for that next episode? <laughs> yeah. The Olympic torch is a reminder of the Greek, the game's Greek origins. Mm-hmm. In ancient times, a flame burned throughout the games as a tribute to the goddess Hestia. Since 1928, this tradition has continued in the modern games, but instead of an altar, the flame burns in a special torch. And they light that with the sun. (laughs) Right? They do. They light it with the sun. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) So what they do is they have have the torch, and it has something on it, I guess, some sort of... No, no, the torch itself... Probably has some sort of um, oh, what they just like accelerant solar power, and they use they use a mirror. Oh, and they 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 aim it at at this at the torch. Oh, and it lights up. Oh, yeah, I cool. think we're being a little too literal. Oh. You and I. We're both like <laughs> they have the sun lights. Yes, the sun comes down. <laughs> we were both like what? Zeus brings it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first Summer Olympic Games had just fourteen participating countries. That's it. Oh, and oh, wow. the, the 1891. Mm-hmm. Oh. Teams from 11 European countries originally joined those of Australia, Chile, and the USA oh. at the first host city in Athens. Now, mm. guess how many countries compete? Oh, man. 57. No, it's the hundreds. 
Hundreds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't believe it if you told me this. Yeah. Now more than 200 Whoa. countries compete. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite part is when they all walk in and you get to oh, see. Oh, yeah, the outfit. And I love when like, there's just one person. I always love, yeah. like, oh, and they're they always, did but, it. But they're yeah. always really happy, though. They're oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, would be happy. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. even. I'd be done. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> the Olympic symbol was uh, designed to include everyone. Yeah, it was first uh, made in 1913 from a design created by the game's modern founder, Baron Pierre de Couperton. Mm-hmm. There are five colors, along with the white backdrop, reflected colors found on the flags of all participating nations. So everyone is represented. Okay. Oh, is that nice? Isn't it very, very copyrighted, the Olympics? Symbol? Well, I think they're, the Olympics is very much like Disney, where yeah, they right? do not like anyone using mm-hmm. their yeah, yeah. stuff. Motorboat sailing. Yeah. Hot air ballooning <laughs> and tug of war all used to be uh, Olympic sports. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's funny. So over time, nice different sports and events are voted into or out of the Olympic Games. Oh, okay. Yep. Some disappear and then return like golf or rugby, while others like running deer shooting or dueling pistols go out of fashion forever. <laughs> I hear pistols. they're going to try to get breakdancing into. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if the dueling thing, it's like either you die or get oh, a medal. Like, yeah. <laughs> Right? Well, you get a medal if you win. If you win, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first Winter Olympic Games was held in 1924. Oh, okay. In a different city to the Summer Olympics. Mm. Yeah. And from 1921 to 1948, artists participated in the Olympics, too. These games, painters, sculptors, architects, writers, <laughs> and musicians, musicians all took part. They competed for medals by creating works of art, then often celebrated the sporting successes going on at the same what? time. While artists stopped officially competing in 1948, many still design posters and other merchandise oh, for the games yeah. today. That's, that's hard. Funny. Yeah. That's How do you judge that? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Until 1912, first place Olympic medals were actually made of solid gold. Not wow. anymore. Yeah. What is it now? I think it's like probably a, a combination. Yeah. Try, you know, like a, an old soda can. They just bang that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay. So that was just some fun facts. And we do have some books here in the library mm-hmm. if you want to get into the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, nonfiction books. We have one. It's new. Yeah. New nonfiction. Total Olympics. Every obscure, hilarious, dramatic, mm-hmm. and inspiring tale worth knowing. And that is here. And then we have um, Chronicle of the Olympics from 1896 to 1996. Uh, 96. That was a big one. Yeah. Yep. That was one that got me the summer. We have a few more titles. The call number um, is 796.48. And you'll find many more okay. books about the Olympics in that area. Do you have a favorite Olympic moment, Sarah? No. I remember the one Olympic. Do you remember? Um, is, that, is, that, is it Craig Luganis? Yeah. When he hit his, head. hit his head. I remember seeing that and I was like, oh. Well, that mm. was huge because he, we had HIV. And and so, I, yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know if I have a favorite one. Oh, you know, this is my favorite one. This is good. So, I don't know. I guess it's summer, the wrestling. Mm -hmm. So, there was this wrestler who I think kind of has a sad story where his brother passed away and then he got sick or something like that. And I I should know his name. I saw the tip of my tongue. But um, he was playing his last match. Mm -hmm. And then it was very, actually made me cry Mm -hmm. because, like, he took off his his shoes and he placed it in the middle of the ring, you know, the mm-hmm. mat mm-hmm. 
when he was done to signify that that he was retiring and that was his last but he was like but they you know how they do the whole backstory oh my god but he was like so nice and yeah. like you yeah. get a really sad story and i was like oh that like it yeah. took off in the olympics in the last like several yeah. runs where they like dive into their stories and yeah. it's like very emotional yeah, yeah. and like and they talk about like, the parents like bringing them to practice all the time oh yeah i cry like constantly yeah. in the Oh, yeah, that yeah. was really like touching. Yeah. And, um... So the uh, 2026 Winter Olympics will be in uh, Italy. Oh, you're going to go? Yes, yeah, the Winter Olympics. Uh, in Do you Milan. automatically get a ticket? No. no. <laughs> yes. All Italian. <laughs> All Italian <laughs> dual citizens. Oh, Roulette Gardner. Was, is oh, the guy. was he American? Uh huh. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I think he's from like Georgia or something. Yeah. This is past Olympics. I think it was, I don't know, we were for the Philippines. She, um, she won like uh, a powerlifting, like some kind of mm-hmm. like lifting thing, and like she was like the first woman to ever like bring a medal back for the Philippines or whatever, and like everyone was like very emotional. I, yeah. I, I cried at that. <laughs> I cried every day. No, yeah, that was yeah. Olympics are cool. crazy. All right. Yeah. We'll put those in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome, Nicole. Yeah. February is also Black History Month. It is. You're gonna talk about uh, some things on the children's side. Yeah. So there's some children's and YA books for Black History Month. Um, this is from Publishers Weekly. Books like The Highest Tribute, Thurgood Marshall's Life, Legacy and Leadership. And then there's one I have here. It's called Jump at the Sun. And this is a biography of Zora Neale Hurston. Oh. So I think like Langston Hughes, or not like Thurgood Marshall, we've heard of him. Well, mm-hmm. And Langston Hughes as well. But like, but I feel like Zora Neale Hurston, even though she's very famous, but for younger kids, I don't think they that don't, that's one yeah. that comes up a lot. No. And the book is really, really good. So that's one I would encourage you to check out. Then there's Lewis Latimer, who I did not know about. And he's another. He um, helped engineer the light bulb with Thomas Edison. Oh. So this is like an older, uh, this yeah. is for like older kids, um, which I think is a really good book. That's a very, I think that's an important book. Yeah, definitely, because I think it doesn't get enough credit for yeah. um, this yeah. huge, gigantic, uh, right? You know, technological advance in our civilization. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's um, Runaway: The Daring Escape of Ona Judge. Um, so she was a young black woman who emancipated herself from George and Martha Washington's ownership. Ooh. So again, like I feel like over time we've come to know Harriet Tubman quite yeah. well but like own a judge maybe is someone that we haven't you know what i mean so i think uh more books about maybe overlooked um historical figures are coming out which i think is really good this other one unspeakable the tulsa race massacre Mm-mm. uh this one the caldecott honor the the robert f seibert honor book Seibert, and then it was the winner for the Curtis scott king award mm-hmm. and i think this is another really really important book because this is something that like it doesn't get talked doesn't about get that talked often about, no. and it was horrific i actually remember watching like i knew about it like i'm it was glossed over probably in school but uh watching the watchman on hbo yeah that mm-hmm. opening, like the first episode, like the yeah. opening scene is mm-hmm. this. Is that, yeah. And I remember going like, what? Like it was, it's, it's, it has this, this particular one has come to the forefront in the last two years. I yeah. would say that it's, it's become more yeah, apparent that people are uh, mm-hmm. talking I, about it. Yeah. I think it's good that we have that book and I, I definitely encourage it. Um, and then there's dream street, which is another nice book. And the uh, Akuya Holmes, uh, the call is a call to call honoring and Coretta Scott King medalist. And there's some other ones on here. These are more like history, like so for black history, like books about like mm-hmm. black history, which is good. And then I have some um, YA books by black authors. And then these are just, I'll say just, but you know, I feel like 
during Black History Month, we should definitely represent Black his- History books, but um, all the time. Like, if someone comes up to you and they say, like, I want a fantasy book, we should give them the fantasy books. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Regard- not regardless, but, you know, definitely incorporating more Black authors and Black characters, main characters and stuff. So mm-hmm. this one, Happily Ever After, is by Elise Bryant. I have ready to go on my uh, <laughs> my Hoopla Digital because it's Jane the Virgin meets To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Mm-hmm. So it's a romantic mm. comedy, which I'm very there excited about. So that's one we have it also downstairs. Um, so that's like a romantic comedy book, uh, which is steeped in gold. So this is like a fantasy book. So like all genres are covered and, you know, mm-hmm. which is really good. And especially fantasy, I think, was very white for a long time. And there's a lot more uh, black authors being published now, which is awesome. When You Look Like Us by Pamela N. Harris. This is a debut um, book. It's a gripping teen novel about a boy who must take up the search for his sister when she goes missing from a neighborhood where black girls' disappearances are often overlooked. Mm-mm. The Gilded Ones by Namina Forna. And this is this is another like fantasy book. 16-year-old Decca lives in fear and anticipation of the blood ceremony that will determine whether she will become a member of her village. Um, there's Roman and Jewel by Dana L. Davis. This is a Romeo and Juliet meets Hamilton. Hmm. So this is Funny, honest, and charming. So that looks cute. Nice. Um, Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. So this is the prequel to The Hate You Give. Oh. Which was obviously very famous. It was made into a movie. So this is the prequel to that. The The Black Friend by Frederick Joseph. Writing them from the perspective of a friend, Frederick Joseph offers candid reflections on activists about their activism, creating an essential read for white people who are committed to anti-racist and those newly come to the cause of racial racial justice. And then uh, Love is a Revolution. It's another romantic one, which obviously I like to talk about all the time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's next on the list. Oh, and then this one, another romance. It's, they're so fun. <laughs> I love a good <laughs> romance novel. Uh, the Meet Cute Project by Rhiannon Richardson. And this is another To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Um, meets like this take and she's trying to find a date for her sister's wedding so that's a cute one and then the last one was some other now by sarah everett and it's like this is for us but for teens or this is us Mm -hmm. Ah. that show a lot of people like i don't i don't watch it do you guys watch it no i've watched some of it yeah so it says this is this is us for teens this luminous and heartbreaking contemporary novel follows a girl caught between two brothers as the three of them navigate family loss and love over the course of two summers for the fans of far from the tree emergency contact and nina lacour so yeah so those are something nice. that was from epic um reads that that list so yeah cool yeah so some great history books and contemporary books books about all different um, types of things but very good black authors excellent yes we will put those in the show notes yeah well thank you nicole thank you both for another great episode and if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes guess what you can visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. If you want to email us, podcast at mcplibrary.org. And you know what? There's a little like icon button thing, right? It's mm-hmm. called like. It's usually like a <laughs> thumbs up. You can just click on that right now or tap on that right now, and you greatly appreciate that. It's so and easy. Also, it is so easy. I don't know why you wouldn't I mean, do your it. mouse is already just, just roaming ca- around Just be careful screen. because they have another like they have another icon next to it that's like a do down. They? It's like a down thumb. You don't want to hit that one. <laughs> Oh, no. You know, definitely not. And also subscribe, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Middle Country Public Library YouTube page. We'd love to get up to 1,000 subscribers. Do you unsubscribe? Like, do you go through from time to time and, like, clean out your... I do clean out, yes. I do unsubscribe. If if a channel is not 
uh, publishing as much as I like, yeah. you know, and it's like once a month or something like right. that. It's just it because I have other things that come up all the time. Uh, and also, but then what's the point of unsubscribing? Like you don't see them anyway. Yeah, that's so why just because it? because on my Apple TV the list is huge, so I want to like shorten the oh. list to get to the things I like. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I look YouTube for me is that's my TV. I, I rarely watch regular TV. It's all YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So hit that button. And we greatly appreciate it. There's also like a notification bell if you really want to like be like. <laughs> That's like a super user. If you're a super you user, don't, we don't hit that bell. We'll, that. we'll let we you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. See you on the next show.